Welcome back to another episode of Swordscape. I'm Brody. Today we're going to be reviewing all of the championship games from yesterday in college football. And then also we're going to be making our picks for week 15, I believe it is, of the NFL season. Um, but first we're going to get to college football. And to start things off, we're going to be going over some of the non-championship games before we get into the actual championship games. Um, Texas A&M beating Tennessee 34-13 as they now look to possibly get into the playoff. The selection show is at like noon today, so I guess we're going to know pretty soon. Uh, Washington State and Utah. Utah wins that one 45-28. Army beats Air Force 10-7. LSU beats Ole Miss 53-48. Mississippi State beats Missouri 51-32. Wisconsin beats Minnesota 20-17 in overtime. Penn State beats Illinois 56-21. Stanford beats UCLA 48-47 in double overtime. And then Arizona State beats Oregon State 46-33. Now what we can get into the championship games. Um, the first of which is the Big Ten championship game. Northwestern and Ohio State here. This one played in Lucas Oil Stadium of the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, and it's Ohio State that comes away with the win 22-10. They are Big Ten champions, and they likely are in to the college football playoff now with that. But um, the real storyline here was the Northwestern got off to a really hot start. Uh, they were up at this in this game at one point. 10 to 3. Uh, but then Ohio State came back with a lot of unanswered points, and then Ohio State eventually won it. They're probably going to be in, probably around the number 3 4 seed. Um, probably the number 3 seed is where I would put them. Um, but the really interesting thing is who's going to get the 4 seed um, because. Um, Notre Dame maybe or may have just lost their chance at it, which I'll get to later. But now we're into the Big 12 championship, which was Oklahoma and Iowa State in AT&T Stadium in Dallas. Um, and Oklahoma gets the 27-21 win. Um, they held off the late comeback from Iowa State. Oklahoma was up 17 nothing, and then 24-7. And then Iowa State started coming back and made it 24-21. Um, so they were only down at three, and then they eventually held off the late comeback. They got the win. Spencer Rattler, 272 yards and a touchdown. Stevenson, 97 yards on 18 carries. Mims, seven receptions, 101 yards and a touchdown. Brock Purdy, 322 yards, a touchdown, but three interceptions. Hall, 23 carries, uh, 79 yards, and two touchdowns. Hutchinson, 10 receptions, 114 yards. So, not a terrible day on offense for either of these teams, but Oklahoma does come away with the win. They are the Big 12 champions. The next one here is the ACC championship which I said Notre Dame might have just lost a spot in the playoff, and that is because they lost big to Clemson. 34-10 to was the final score. Um, 
this one was really just all-out dominance from Clemson. At one point, they were up 34-3, to uh, and then Notre Dame got the 21-yard run for a touchdown by Chris Tyree with eight minutes to go. But Clemson, they were in control of this the entire way, and there was really no doubt about who was going to win this one, at least not in my mind. Um... Clemson's probably going to get the two seed, I would think. Um, Alabama probably won because they have, they're probably not going to lose. I'll get to that one later. Um, but I'm probably going to say Clemson will be around the two seed. Uh, probably playing Ohio State once again. Um, but like I said, the four seed's the interesting one because there are a lot of teams that could possibly contend for that more. Probably going to be between Notre Dame and Texas A&M, but maybe it seemed like Oklahoma could possibly um, go up and um, try to steal it, maybe. Um, that's probably the only team I would really think of, other than the other two, maybe Cincinnati. Um, but I'm saying it's mainly between Notre Dame and Texas A&M, but we'll see who they pick um pretty soon but anyways the stats for this one trevor lawrence 200 or 322 yards two touchdowns and interception travis Etienne 124 yards and a touchdown amari rogers eight receptions 121 yards and a touchdown in book 20 for 28 219 yards williams 15 carries for 50 yards um, and then scoring Rick, four receptions for 54 yards for him. But Clemson ultimately <clears throat> are the ACC champions. I think if Trevor Lawrence was on the field playing during that other game, Clemson right now would pretty much have the one seed locked up. I think that Trevor Lawrence, if he was on that field when they were uh, when they were at Notre Dame, I think he probably would have won that game for them because that was still a even with your backup quarterback on the road it was still a double overtime game so that just shows you how close they were to not winning without their starting quarterback and then when you put your starting quarterback in they ended up winning by 24 this time so um I think that they probably might be the best team in college football but that one loss on the resume is going to put them down to the number two or three seed. We'll see which one it ends up being. But the next one is the Mountain West Championship game. This one here between San Jose State and Boise State at Sam Boyd Stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada. But Boise State looking for another Mountain West Championship does not get one here. Uh, San Jose State wins it 34-20. to Starkle, 453 yards and three touchdowns. Robinson, 12 carries for 39 yards. Walker, seven receptions, 137 yards and a touchdown. Backmeyer, 221 yards. Van Buren, 11 carries for 26 yards. Shakir, six receptions for 85 yards. So, Boise State does not get another Mountain West Championship. This one here goes to San Jose State as they are now 7-0. and um, and then we've got the second to last college football game, which is the A 
AAC Conference Championship game, American Athletic Conference. This one was Tulsa and Cincinnati here in Nippets Stadium, home of the Cincinnati Bearcats here. And Cincinnati does get the 27-24 win on a walk-off 34-yard field goal. Um, Smith for Tulsa, 166 yards, a touchdown with two interceptions. Taylor, 22 carries, 102 yards and a touchdown. Crawford, three receptions for 79 yards. Desmond Ritter, 19 for 29, 269 yards and a touchdown. He also had 16 carries for 83 yards and a touchdown. Um, and then Pierce, five receptions, 146 yards, and a touchdown for him. Cincinnati, like I said, maybe another team that could contend for the four seed. Probably not. I think it'll be mainly between Notre Dame and Texas A&M. If I had to choose, I'd probably say Texas A&M. Um, Notre Dame has the better resume, but when you look at the eye test version of it, I would say Texas A&M has the edge that way, so it's really just going to be a way of how the committee is going to look at it, and that one we really don't know, um, so it'll be interesting to find out who they think should be in at that number four seed. But the final championship game of the night, SEC championship here between Alabama and Florida, and this was a good one here. Uh, it was really back and forth the entire game, but Alabama gets the 52-46 to win here. They are now 11-0. Florida Falls to 8-3. and um, This was crazy. Najee Harris had five touchdowns. He had, I believe, two on the ground and three through the air. Um... And he's a running back, not the quarterback. Mac Jones, the quarterback, threw five touchdowns. Um, three of those, I believe, to Najee Harris. So, that's... He had three touchdowns in one quarter, but all three of those were through the air. And then he had a running touchdown in the first and a running touchdown in the fourth. So, that one ultimately ends up going to Alabama, though. Florida competed through this one. Uh, Kyle Trask had three touchdowns, 408 yards. Jones only two carries for 24 yards. Kadarius Toney, eight receptions, 153 yards and a touchdown. Devontae Smith, 15 receptions, 184 yards and two touchdowns. Um, this one was a really good game, but Alabama was ultimately just the better team, and they showed it and got themselves the win. But now, in the NFL last night, we had two games here. Um, this one was between the Bills and the Broncos. This one wasn't even close. The Bills won it 48-19 behind Josh Allen's two passing touchdowns, and I believe it was three rushing touchdowns. Um, maybe two rushing touchdowns. I think he had four total touchdowns. Um, but anyways, this was just flat-out dominance from the Bills, and they get the win. They're 11-3, and and they are the AFC East champions. The next one was between the Panthers and the Packers, and this one was pretty close. Um, surprisingly close. 24-16, the Packers get the win. They get their fourth straight win. They are now 11-3, and as well as the Bills. Aaron Rodgers. 20 for 29, 143 yards and a touchdown. Aaron Jones, 145 yards and a touchdown. 
Alan Lazard, five receptions for 56 yards. Devontae Adams had a slow game last night. Teddy Bridgewater, 21 for 35, 258 yards. Mike Davis, 14 carries for 59 yards. DJ Moore, six receptions, 131 yards. The Packers are 11 and 3. The Panthers fall to 4 and 10 there in that one. And so now we've got a whole lot of games today, some playoff implications in some of these, and then some of these games not very meaningful. But the first one that we're going to get to here looks like it is the Buccaneers at the Falcons. Um, I'm going to say the Buccaneers win this one. They are looking like a likely playoff a team probably at the number five or six seed. Um, I don't think they're going to win the division, but I do think that they are going to make the playoffs. Um, probably the six, seven, not, no, not six, seven, but probably the six. I think that it's either going to be them or the Seahawks at the five seed, and then whoever doesn't get that's the six seed, and then it's either going to be the Bears, the Cardinals, or the Vikings at the seven seed. But I think the Buccaneers here are going to beat the Falcons in that one. Lions at the Titans is the next one. This one is not looking great for the Lions. Kenny Galladay, their number one receiver, out again. Uh, Frank Ragno is out. Matthew Stafford is questionable, but it looks like he will be playing. Um, But for me, that's just too much to even consider them. I'm going to say... Even with even with a healthy team, I still think the Titans would win this. Um, I think Derrick Henry is gonna have a pretty good game against that or against that Lions run defense. I think DeAndre Swift could have a pretty decent game against that Titans run defense. Um, these are two teams that really desperately need help stopping the run. So uh, I think both running backs here could have pretty good games, but. I think ultimately that when it comes to the passing attack, the or not the Falcons, but the Titans are the much better team. Um, and you can't run the ball all game. So I'm going to take the Titans there in that one. Our next one is the Texans at the Colts at 1 p.m. Uh, Colts looking to get into the playoffs, uh, back into the playoffs. I don't think they made it last year, but the year before that with Andrew Luck, they made it. They are looking to get back there, and today they play a not-so-great Texans team. It's Texans team that's really been struggling this season. They're 4-9. and nine. Their most recent loss was a bad one to the Bears. Um, I think they take another loss here to the Colts. Uh, I think it's not going to be that close. I'm taking the Colts by maybe 10. Um, I think that Philip Rivers is going to have a decent game. Jonathan Taylor, who's now become more of a workhorse running back for the Colts. I could see him getting a lot of carries later in the game if this game does end up how I think it will by around 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. I think it could be like a 7-10 point Colts lead with about 10 minutes to go in the game. And I think that the Colts then would just pretty much hand off, hand off, hand off, hand off, work some clock there. So... I'm going to say the Colts win this one. I don't think it's going to be too close. Um, And I could see it maybe being close, but Deshaun Watson is, because Deshaun Watson's really good, but Deshaun Watson can't do it all himself. So I'm going to take the Colts there on that one. Bears at the Vikings is the next one. This one, 
the winner of it is probably going to have a really good chance again and to get into the playoffs um but the loser of this one's pretty much eliminated so now the question is who's gonna win it uh you look at the bears Khalil Mack questionable, Buster Screen out, Jalen Johnson out, Deion Bush out, Jimmy Graham questionable. But then you look at the Vikings, Kyle Rudolph out, Eric Kendricks, their star linebacker, is out. So this one's really going to be a who can, who can take advantage of the other team's weaknesses more. Both teams now don't have that great, don't, don't look that great in the secondary. Um... Vikings already weren't great in the secondary. Now the Bears have some injuries there. So who's going to take advantage of that one more? And then um, you got to look at the Vikings run defense, which is not that good. So can the Bears take advantage of that? They started getting their ground game working with David Montgomery last week against the Texans. Um, and even the week before that, they did a pretty decent job when they played against the Lions. So I'm going to say that the Bears do have more weaknesses to exploit in this one than the Vikings do. I think that the Bears can take advantage more of them because the Vikings just have more weaknesses on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and then I think they have a weakness there on the quarterback. Kirk Cousins has not been playing all too great recently. It's been the Dalvin Cook show the entire um, game. For like the past few games um and you really can't do that against the bears team with khalil mack robert quinn um guys like that on their front seven so i'm gonna say the bears win this one i think it's gonna be close i think it could be either way but if i had to choose i'd say the bears because i think that um i think that you just can't kirk cousins cannot just have to, he has to step up this game if they want to win. He can't just hand the ball off to Dalvin Cook, hand the ball off to Dalvin Cook, and then um, on third down make a three-yard check down, which is what it looks like they've been doing the entire season. Um, Justin Jefferson, he's had some big plays, but he's really been their only uh, receiver to make big plays. Adam Thielen is their red zone guy, but those are really only like 10-yard throws for Cousins. Um, so... I think it's going to be how well do the Bears cover Justin Jefferson. Uh, it's going to be interesting who they put on him because Kyle Fuller is their number one cornerback, but he's the only cornerback active or the only top three cornerback active for the Bears. So it's going to be a who. How well do the Bears cover Justin Jefferson and who can take advantage of the weak secondaries first? I think that's going to be the Bears. I think that they are going to get the win there in that one. I think it's close and could go the other way, but I'm going to say that eventually the Bears do win that one. The next one is the 49ers at the Cowboys here at 1 p.m. This was the Sunday night game until it did get flexed out for uh, the Giants and the Browns, which we'll get to a little bit later. I'm going to say that the Cowboys, I think they do win this one. Um, the 49ers injury report is really, really... Um, Fred Warner questionable, Jimmy Garoppolo, George Kittle both on IR, Hronis Grasu out, um, Charlie Warner out, um, but then the Cowboys one isn't much better, uh, Xavier Woods questionable, Ezekiel Elliott questionable, 
Um, but I think that the Cowboys in their last few games have played well. Um, and I think that they are going to get the win here. The 49ers just have too many injuries. I think they really could have been a playoff team, um, if it weren't for those injuries. But you look at their past few games, um, and they are on a, I believe it is a two-game losing streak right now. I think that's going to make it to three games today. I'm going to say that the Cowboys here win that one. The next one now is the Patriots at the Dolphins at 1 p.m. These are two teams who we expected to be in opposite situations. We expected the Patriots to probably be in position to maybe make the playoffs and the Dolphins to be around the 500 mark. But now the Dolphins are in a scenario where they can make the playoffs and the Patriots are at the about the 500 mark. So... Patriots with a loss today, they're pretty much out of it. I don't know if they would be mathematically out of it, but um, any eight-loss team is pretty much out of the playoffs. Um, you look at these two teams. I'm going to take the Dolphins. I think that they are the better team. I think that um, even with their injury report and how crowded it's looking, I think that you still got to like where you are if you're them because Damian Harris – the Patriots' lead back is not going to play. And the the Dolphins' injury report is just full of a lot of questionables. So a lot of those players could end up playing. I'm going to take the Dolphins in that one. Uh, the next one is the Seahawks at the Washington football team here at 1 p.m. Um, a lot of people are saying this one could be an upset game where Washington could take it just like the Giants did the last time. They played in, I believe it was maybe, was it last week or was it the week before that? It was the week before last week, week 13. I don't see that one happening again. I'm going to take the Seahawks there in that one. Uh, Dwayne Haskins is the starter. Antonio Gibson likely not going to play. Um, and those are just too many injuries on Washington side of the ball for me to pick them. I'm going to take the Seahawks there in that one. Jaguars at the Ravens is the next one. At 1 p.m., that one's not much of a question. Um, I'm going to take the Ravens very big here in that one, probably around 14 points or so. On um, Another one that's not going to be very close, the Jets at the Rams there at 4.05 p.m. There's not much to say about this game, so I'm not going to talk much about it. Um, I'm expecting a big day from the Rams offense and defense all around here. I think that the Rams are going to have a really good game. Eagles at the Cardinals is the next one. Jalen Hurts coming off of a win. I'm going to say he gets a second straight. Uh, this is going to be my upset pick of the week. The Eagles over the Cardinals here in this one. The Cardinals are looking like a team with a lot of weaknesses right now. Uh, Kyler Murray has been playing. Has um, Kyler Murray's play has been declining. I don't know um, why. Um, maybe... Uh, DeAndre Hopkins' production is declining. Kenny and Drake hasn't been as much involved. Even though they did have a offensive explosion last week when they beat the Giants, I think that the Eagles here, they are having a lot of confidence after that win against, at the time, the number one seed Saints. I'm going to say that they get another win against an a NFC playoff team here in the Cardinals. I like the Eagles to win this one. Chiefs at the Saints is the next one. Drew Brees likely going to be the starter for the Saints in that one. I don't think it's going to make a difference. I think the Chiefs are probably going to go undefeated the rest of the season unless they decide to rest their starters. But even their starters, without their starters, I still think that they could beat 
a few teams in the NFL. So I'm going to take the Chiefs, though, with their starters in this one. Um, I think that Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Clyde Edwards, Alaire, Sammy Watkins, McCole Hardman, Le'Veon Bell, it's too much for any defense in the league. Um, even a good one in the Saints. I'm going to pick the Chiefs here in this one. Last game of the night is the Browns and the Giants here, 8.20 p.m. I'm going to say that the Browns win this one. A lot of people are saying that this could be another Giants upset win. I'm not seeing it. Um, even with their loss on Monday Night Football last week, it was a great game. Baker Mayfield's really shown improvement this season, which you really got to like if you're a Browns fan. I think that he shows more improvement against the not-terrible Giants defense. I'm going to say the Browns here. When that one, that's all of the games that we've got for today. Make sure you come back tomorrow. I'll be reviewing all of these games that I just talked about and then making my pick for Steelers at the Bengals, which you do not want to miss. So I will see you tomorrow for another episode.